Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, now, everybody. Quiet, listen to me. We're going to start a show. Now, some of you people have been with me before. You know it's going to be a tough grind. But... We're going to have a show. What up, everybody? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Oh, it's our big Friday show. This is the one we work up to all week. Yeah. That's right, baby. Morning. 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 Morning to Kim. Morning. Morning to John. Morning. Yes. Fabulous producer, John Daly. Kim, how are you? And uh, morning to everybody. Morning. Morning to all the kids who joined the chat early. There are people who join early, which is kind of always fun. To Tom and to Lori. Morning. Morning. To commentator. Janet. Joanne. Joanne. D. Gold. Morning. Morning. By Sambo. By Samo. Morning. By Samo. You say why Samo. I say why Samo. Morning. Let's Mindy. call the whole thing off. Yeah. Eric, who's a regular. Roxy, Chris. Morning. Morning. Mindy and Gil. Morning. Oh, what a show we're going to have. Terry, Kathy, Perry. Crashed off the beach. Debbie. Morning. 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 Jennifer. Gail. I love everybody's running. Cal, what up, Calvin Wong? Yeah. Morning, morning, morning. And Karen Q, it's really great to have everybody here. We've got a great show for you ahead with a lot of stuff going on. I mean, alarming stuff, interesting stuff, intriguing stuff, and then stuff that is just uh, stuff. Meaning uh, Michael Snyder, for example, the culture blaster. Uh, you can close that studio door if you want. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> And I left these black glasses are what I'm using because I've lost all my other glasses. So apologies for the um, uh, the kind of, uh, what am I trying to say, the jarring nature of uh, seeing me with these black glasses. But I can't find the black glasses that were favored and suggested as the choice um, by listener, viewer, and musician who uh, was contacting us yesterday. But I did find these black glasses because I lost all the other glasses. Maybe you should put air tags on them. I I really think I wish I could. You know, they do this to I, me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for. I wish I could blame they do it. I, I do it to myself all the time. One of the problems, and uh, then we'll get right into things. I've got Jefferson Graham standing by. We're going to talk about the fall of Twitter. We're going to talk about, talk about the fall of FTX. 
Uh, we've got Friday Fabulous Florida, as you know, big news yeah. in politics. The GOP already announcing their agenda. Um, and they're going after inflation. They're going after crime the way they, they were talking about on the way. Eh, not so much, actually. They're going after Hunter Biden. Yes, and Joe Biden. So, uh, hey, go after Hunter Biden if you want to. Go after Joe Biden if you want to. But how about that stuff you guys were talking about, the inflation, the crime, et cetera? Anyway, uh, the thing about radio that was so good was if I lost my glasses for a week or two, it didn't matter. You know, no. I can just put on any old, old pair and I can, you know, no one can tell, doesn't change any aspect of the show. Now, every little cosmetic thing is something that gets a comment or a suggestion. Like today, we just got this, the um the black banner. tarp of yes. No, it's not yeah. a tarp. Uh -oh, it's not a bad. tarp. Oh, and uh I am, you know, again, please don't call it a tarp. Mm -hmm. But now that we've said that, we should only call it a tarp, of course. <laughs> but um the deal is that it reflects a little. You can see how it reflects? Mhm, it does. So so like what I'm trying to do is get like all the stuff together before the show goes on, what I'm going to talk about, uh, articles I want to share with you, a sound I want to share with you, this kind of thing. And, and that's all in place. But John and I are spending 15 minutes with this banner because of the reflection. That's the crap that you have to worry about, though, now that you're doing the show. And, you know, my pasty white complexion is even pastier and whiter than it would <laughs> normally be. This is the crap that, you know, I go, God, that looks just like I look ghostly, cadaverous, <laughs> you know, come on. Cadaverous is a dang yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you do look whiter than the wall behind you. No, it's true. It's, I, I look see-through white. Um, <laughs> and it's offensively white, if I can say that. So. These, this is the crap we have to worry about. But one step at a time. You know, we're trying to walk before we run. But everything in its time will be handled. I want to mention it uh, right now. He is our founding sponsor, our exclusive sponsor. He's the great Steve Moskowitz. We love him. He'll be along to talk taxes. You should use him for any of your tax needs. You know, year-end planning. You're an individual. You're a sole proprietor. You may have a small business. You may have a medium-sized business or a large business. He can do it all. He's really a gifted tax mind and tax attorney and he has a whole staff and they can handle cases across the country so even if you're not in the bay area or california steve can help you it's uh moskowitz llp.com or you can reach him uh by phone 888 tax deal triple a t-a-x d-e-a-l moskowitz is spelled m-o-s-k-o-w-i-t-z moskowitz llp.com now twitter is in a free fall uh what's happening at twitter uh, defies description. I mean, I think even those who had uh, thoughts about Twitter changing radically never really thought that Musk would come in and within weeks you'd have a bleeding out of staff, you'd have uh, this uh, muscularity of a billionaire being... Muscularity? All right, I'll ding it. Mm -hmm. uh, Get it, Musk. Yeah, that's pretty oh, clever. Oh, I get actually. Yeah, definitely yeah. dingable then. Mm -hmm. But yeah. th th but it's not Musk. It, well, it is, I guess, muscularity. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the point is, uh, he. If you look at Twitter as on some level an ego buy for him, uh, then you see how he's just a bull in a china shop. But if you see him as someone who's trying to make Twitter a money making enterprise. It seems like bleeding out most of the staff and many of the users is a bad idea. 
That said, the guy who knows is the longtime tech writer for USA Today. He's going to touch on Twitter, and we'll touch on FTX as well. And uh, why not? Welcome Jefferson Graham on a Friday. Thank you, Jeff. Hi. Here we are, the former longtime tech writer for USA Today. Let's just right. I'm sorry. I, did, I made it sound like you're still a writer. I apologize. Okay. That's uh, good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and look at you with the black glasses. I couldn't find my. That's exactly the ones. Wait a minute. They're yours. Those are my black. All right. Uh, what's happening at Twitter? It's in a free fall, huh? It's in a free fall. I think many of us predicted that this was going to happen, but I don't think any of us thought it would be this quick. You know, I, I, my prediction was that Twitter, as we knew it, would not be around a year from now. Now, I wonder if it'll still be there by the end of the year. I mean, Elon Musk himself put out a tweet uh, last night saying that the, the uh, possibility of bankruptcy was very real. So spend $44 billion, go into bankruptcy, renegotiate the deal, and then what? And then what? That's the key, though. Uh, I mean, now that you put it that way, it seems like this is a dance to get to bankruptcy. Bankruptcy protection allows you all kinds of movement that you don't have otherwise. And that's how he makes this deal work from a bottom line standpoint. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think the uh, the interest charge is a billion dollars a month or something insane. I, I could be wrong on that, but it's a lot of money. And okay, so you want my prediction about what's going to happen to Twitter, right? Yeah, so okay, first uh, the skeleton staff. There's going to be so many things are going to go wrong because I mean I assume. By the way, it looks like my picture just but oh there we are. Um, you know, there was, a, there was a reason that you hire people. It's to make sure that everything runs correctly. And when you get rid of most of the staff, there's going to be some major snafus. So we know that's going to happen. There's going to be major hate speech all over the all over the site and porn all over the site. So so he'll lose all advertising. That's a given. All advertising. Uh, the usage may stay the same. He keeps saying it's this, it's it's better than ever. I don't believe it, but that's what he says. Certainly the the ads are gone. So Twitter will transform into a paid service. That's that's my prediction. Uh like OnlyFans, it will be supported by porn and by by hate speech. That's my prediction. Wow. What do you think? Wow. Wow. There's never been anything like this. <laughs> well, Trump, will Trump rejoin? Um I don't know. I don't know. Well, if it's porn and hate speech, who should fit right in with the hate wow, speech? Wow, there you go. Wow. Yeah, but he would have to share some of his grift. Yeah. I have a feeling that his deal with the financiers of Truth Social prevent him from going elsewhere. It has to be oh. an exclusive. Trump's got an exclusive with, uh, yeah. with Truth Social? Yeah. Oh. And, um, you know, it, it, you start at the point where you say, well, why does Twitter have to be free? Right. You know, uh, I, I'm sure in, in Musk's mind, why does it have to be free? Why not charge for it and get lots of money? I, I don't know how much money it'll get. But OnlyFans does really well by selling uh, subscriptions and, and, and doodads and stuff like that. So it, whether it can survive is another story, but um, whatever. I was going to ask, does it show how important workers are? Does it show how important the staff is when you look at what is a company? To have yeah. this mass mass exodus and and then have it just change the whole flavor of, of what the product is? Well, the funny thing is that for me, when I go on Twitter, it stills Twitter. 
you know, it's still the same. And now I'm I don't do political commentary, so I don't see a lot of the hate that's that, that's out there. You know, I'm a photographer, uh, primarily a, a writer photographer. So I see a lot of pretty sunsets and sunrises and that's all the same. It's a little monotonous. Um, my audience hasn't changed. Mark, has your Twitter feed changed in any way? No, because, uh, well, not that I noticed, no. I mean, and I do a lot of political stuff, so I am into that stuff, but I haven't seen it infected particularly by any kind of hate speech or porn or anything else that you're you're talking about. Not yet, anyway. Well, you're not looking hard enough. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's there. And I, it's you know, fantastic. <laughs> okay, maybe. I mean, you're talking about a company that had 7,500 employees, then then had 3,500 employees, and probably today has 1,000. And who knows how many? You, you need people to run a website. It, it you know that's just the way it is. You need it. You're you telling me, it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and we should just say for those who might be looking in and going, "Hey, I don't care about Twitter. Why is this a big deal?" I mean, world leaders use Twitter to communicate. Uh, revolutions have formed and coalesced around Twitter feeds. Twitter for breaking news is probably one of the most effective ways to get it out. Twitter has been the linchpin to a lot of extremely important things. And we mentioned Trump before. Trump was carried in no small measure by a group of people animated by things he said and did on the Twitter platform. That and something more important for many people is customer service. Uh, it, it, you know that it's basically impossible to reach customer service on the telephone at this point in our lives, but you can reach them on Twitter. They will respond to you and they will take care of your situation. Uh, more times than not, it's been a lifesaver. And, and I don't, you know, what's going to replace it? So, you know, I think there's been a lot of talk about, well, uh, Twitter's going to go the way of MySpace and Friendster and, and some of those other sites, which is possible. Um, and then where do we go? Where do we go from here? Does Facebook have a comeback? Because I, I you know, are we going to Pinterest? I don't think so. Are we go I basically, we're just going to splinter into different social areas. Uh, we will move on to FTX in a second. Real quick, I want to get your take on that. But I, I, I do want to just review specifically for those who may not be aware of what Musk did just just yesterday. You know, the, the news of the last couple of days is that he's issued this memo and it's like, you know, this is hardcore Twitter now. You know, essentially, you know, you slackers, party's over. If you're not in for hardcore, long hours, working hard, then take three months payout and go. He's offering three months severance, which, by the way, I can't imagine. No wonder everybody's leaving, you know. Um Faced with, you know, this, uh, you know, mad king who comes in and then starts cracking the whip, I, I suspect a lot of people are heading for that three-month buyout and hitting that exit. Um, the only thing is I don't believe, if I was there, I wouldn't believe that I'd be getting my three months. Right. I, I, I just wouldn't trust it whatsoever. Would you? No, well, I mean, clearly the, the, there's a money problem now. It's an odd thing to say when the guy is as wealthy as he is. And, you know, it wasn't all of just his money going into Twitter, was it, Jeff? I mean, I think that the... No, he had, he had financing. Right, right. The Saudi prince or something, right? Mm. Um, and, and, yeah. But that's okay. He could just change the definition of three months. <laughs> uh, well, or, or say, you know, there were a bunch of people that tweeted questioning something that he did, and then they got fired for their tweets. And I'm sure that he could come up with reasons not to send the people their money. But I certainly wouldn't stay there. Would you stay there, Mark? No, I mean uh, it, it's it's not going to be the same place that you 
signed up to to work in. Although a lot of the uh, engineers are on work visas, so they can't get employment elsewhere, and that's why I think twenty five percent of the engineers are st- sticking around at this point. Mm. I, I sure so. this is going to be a big uh, change for San Francisco because I think more people probably worked at Twitter downtown than any other tech firm because the, the other tech firms are in in other places, not in downtown. Although now, I mean, at, at least prior to the Musk takeover, Twitter was the place that said, hey, you don't have to come back in. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. Wasn't that the, you know, so there was already a question as to what was going to happen with that commercial space, so... I don't know. Musk said he wants to monetize the platform. He said this publicly, of course, focusing on ways to drive revenue. He's slashing costs. We've seen that. And changing the company's culture. Uh, that was, of course, in that email where he says, you know, party's over. Um, he uh, He's acknowledged uh, that uh, he sent the email to staffers uh, and yeah, uh, he had the fir- the first blast was that he's locking people out. Remember, we're locking you out unless you get an email to say that, you know, we're letting you back in and that your your key card works. Anyway, the other thing I think and just uh, uh, this will be the last word on it is the blue check, which did apply to those who were had verified accounts, then was for sale, as most know, when Musk take o- took over for seven ninety nine. Uh, that created a whole hellscape of people getting the blue check and claiming they were people and entities they weren't. Like the customer service thing that you're talking about. People could claim that they're United Airlines when they're not United Airlines. Eli Lilly, free insulin. Free insulin, a move that was going to cost Musk millions and millions of dollars because they they, uh, stopped their advertising after they were impersonated. And who are you going to call? Who are you going to call at Twitter to complain to? Uh, and now he's in his tweet, he said, I'm punting the relaunch of Blue Verified to November 29th to make sure that it's rock solid. A Pepsi account said that Coke is better. That's right. <laughs> there is some inventive <laughs> trolling. But I mean, I, I, when you I lose market think... share like that because of the Eli Lilly, the fake Eli Lilly uh, tweet. Wow. I mean, like I said, the blue check isn't going anywhere. Uh, Twitter's going to be a paid service. You'll need to pay just to be a member and to tweet and to retweets. That's well, a lot of journalists drive that platform as well. I'd be interesting to see if anybody hangs out. There will be alternative platforms that crop up, right? Jeff, it's, it seems inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah, I'm sure it's, they're all being dreamt up right now. There's uh, there's no reason uh, Twitter uh, 2.0 from somebody else can't uh, be born by the end of the year. What's happening in the crypto world is wild. 
I mean, this FTX, the guy who's reorganizing FTX, says that it's a bigger mess than Enron. And this is the guy who handled the liquidation of Enron. So he knows about Enron. He just didn't pull that name out of the sky. Um, it's pretty amazing. Sam Bankman frieds uh, companies in court filings because of bankruptcies uh, show a crypto empire that was colossally mismanaged, potentially fraudulent. And the guy, this guy, John J. Ray III, is the guy who, as I say, oversaw the liquidation of Enron. He says, and this is a quote, never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occurred here. He's the new CEO of FTX. And again, FTX is the trading platform uh, for crypto. It's one of them. And essentially, they were pulling all the money out of, it's suggested, pulling all the money out that was invested on this platform. And he, just being, it was being used for, you know, whatever, for personal expenses. Um, I never covered crypto too much because I thought it was uh, going to come and go, and it, it, that seems to be uh, happening. I, I did get amusement from there's a lawsuit that a uh, bunch of people, some of the shareholders, are suing the celebrities that did, that were paid spokespeople like Larry David and Steph Curry, saying that uh, they're liable for their ads. And if they're liable, then anybody who's ever done an ad is liable. And uh, I think they have a tough road ahead of them yeah I, I don't you mean meaning to make them liable is a tough road right, right. yeah 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 i yeah. mean look they, they just did a commercial for it they don't they shouldn't be it wasn't their idea but they it didn't, does they didn't even write the script right <laughs> it does it does make them i hope think about what they're pitching for you know you never know and yeah. uh i mean it's it's one you of, just don't get it do you? <laughs> well you don't. I, all i'm saying is that uh oh i see because i pitch for things yeah well I, at the old station i had to pitch for some things also usually we've edited them pretty well but um in los uh, quickly, angeles uh the staples yeah. center became crypto crypto.com arena right uh, i wonder right. how long that'll that'll last uh well crypto.com is something different than ftx though distinctly different right it's still crypto, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it most certainly is. It's still is. Bitcoin. It's, it's right there in the name. Yeah. See, this uh, is the problem. Nobody knows. Mm, <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows what any of this is. Yeah. Uh, they lack centralized control of cash, according to this latest court filing. The mismanagement of funds so poor under Bankman Free that the new management does not know how much cash FTX Group actually has. Uh, Ray and his team have only been able to approximate the amount of cash available, about $564 million, which is way under the amount that they were supposed to have, of course. They, well, I'm, I mean, they glad, had, I'm glad I didn't invest. That's an $8 billion shortfall, okay? Just to have hundreds of millions doesn't do it. They were pulling that money out. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Jeff, thank you. And Je Jefferson Graham, I should tell you, this has been a great friend of the show also as we have scaled up. You've just gotten back from France. Yes, I did. And... You took a kind of a, a photo tour of Paris uh, and maybe some other spots. Uh, yeah, Paris and Lyon and Avignon. And now he's jumped back into helping us again here on the show with, uh, with both feet. So thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that always. And just one little shout out. My newsletter will be out tomorrow, jeffersongram.substack.com, where I've uh, 
where can you photograph in San Francisco safely uh, in the wake of oh. yet another another camera theft at the Palace The police department, maybe. <laughs> Go right to the department. Uh, Jefferson Graham dot substack. Is that what it is? Dot com? Yeah. Okay, great. It's free. Stuff. Won't cost you anything. I love it. Jefferson Graham, everybody. Come on. Thanks, my friend. Yeah. The Mark Thompson Show. Uh, much to do. I will get to Friday Fabulous Florida, bottom of the hour. And in a moment or two, we'll have... Uh, is Moskowitz joining us in a moment or two or not? That's the plan. All right, cool. Uh, uh, Kim and John along. Thank you for all the ways that you uh, support our show. You saw I that... Like, uh, uh, I like that Jefferson Graham. He's very calming. He's calming. He's a good guy. His dad was the same yeah. way. Very chill. You know what I mean? Um, the Mark Thompson skin whitening system, just 1999, says Joe Box. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you something. Uh, here's the problem. The way this room is set up, I um, am close to the screen. Joe Box and little Anthony. And the screen is super white, of course. It's just, you know, you can see it in my hand or I don't know if you can see it, how white it is. And uh, so I've got the whiteness. I've got my natural translucence. And when you put it all together, it's, uh, it's awful. So I don't want to bring in some makeup person, you know. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to do. But um, uh, you know who's in worse shape than I am? Uh, Elizabeth Holmes. She's yes, pregnant sir. again, and she's going to be sentenced today. Yeah. Uh, so if you're looking to send a card, probably send it to the prison, <laughs> right? Yeah, Didn't she say she wanted the court officials to be nice to her? Yeah, that's right. She wanted, uh, she, she's looking for some sympathy. That's not fake. Yeah. That's real. She's in San Jose today, and she's going to be, oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. That was no. me. I'm sorry. I was looking at a, okay. an Elizabeth Holmes website. And yeah, Theranos I? founder Elizabeth Holmes pregnant and the mother of a young son likely will receive a multi-year prison sentence today. Then try to delay her imprisonment and overturn her guilty verdict, according to legal experts. She was, of course, convicted by a jury in January of four counts of felony fraud for bilking investors. That's in that blood testing startup we talked about it at length here. $144 million is the amount involved. It was a pretty big bilk. That's capital B on bilk. Uh, she argued in sentencing that she never, quote, cashed out on her Theranos holdings. And for that reason, she should be shown some, you know, modicum of uh, she says sympathy. She's, she says she's broke. Mm. She can't pay that restitution. She can't do it, she says. I'm That's why she's having a baby right now? Yeah, a bad move. <laughs> uh, modicum and restitution. We could both get dings. Um, federal prosecutors label her as a remorseless liar. Ooh. Wow. That is a... Liar, is liar. A, your pants are on fire! <laughs> liar, liar. Your pants are on fire! That would have been a good uh, moment for a prosecutor. Instead of going for the normal legal speech, because that's what that bite comes from, right? Why not just go in like Al Pacino did and just, uh, you know, hit the... You, sir, are a liar. <laughs> right. 
you know, throw around a little bit of that. Call me a liar. Yeah, what do well, you call me? Well, I'm just saying. You are a cover-up artist, and you are a liar. So the point is she will likely, um, she's asking for probation, but they've recommended a nine-year prison, uh, prison sentence uh, in the prosecutorial Do you finals. think that's why she had the baby, so that she'd get a lighter sentence? I mean, at probation. this point, yeah. Uh, look, it's a wild idea. Ooh, it's a wild it, idea. I don't think it's going to work. Like book. Mm. Uh, yeah. Rich guys uh, are buying Airbnbs, I should just mention. As you know, this is co- kind of a its own little world. There are Airbnbs purchased by rich people, and a lot of them are sitting empty. You know, it was the plan to uh, purchase them and uh, rent them out. But uh, short-term rental hosts are weathering a steep decline in occupancy rates. As the holiday season approaches, there could be trouble for a lot of these rich people who bought up a bunch of different Airbnbs and can't rent them. Uh Market analysts say many U.S. Airbnbs are sitting empty because so many wealthier people and investors listed short-term rentals on the site in the wake of the pandemic that it uh, created a glut of inventory. The number of available short-term rental listings in the U.S. skyrocketed to 1.38 million. That's a 23% year-over-year increase, according to rental analysis firms. That means hosts are feeling the pinch of a high-supply market. So uh, if you're an Airbnb, you might be, I, I bet you there's some people who actually are Airbnb owners. Uh, these are, you know, not the best times for, for those Airbnbs. Uh, did you have something to say, Kim? I feel like I, uh, uh, you were about to say something and I didn't. Uh... Oh, I was reading a story this morning that the CEO is, uh, because it's such tough times, you get to stay in his, he'll offer you a room in his house. And he even says he'll bake you cookies. Wow. That yeah. Is, uh, to show yeah, that's not... that Airbnb yeah. is safe and everything's fine, he's going to become a host. You could stay right in his apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's not weird that's at not all. That's not creepy. Yeah, that's not creepy in the least. Sure. With cookies. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it, the last thing before we get to Kim's news, but the Northeast is getting pounded with snow to the point that uh, New York State Thruway is closed down and much of New York State is closed down. Uh, they have this thunder snow that is often talked about, seldom seen. There are, if you Google it, you can find it. Um, there are instances of it, so it's not like a, an invented thing. Google it. Uh, but there is a snow that is falling now and may continue to fall at the rate of two to four inches an hour across western New York. So that's Buffalo and Rochester and places like that. They predicted a historic Snowfall as the weather system picks up momentum over the next four days. Lake effect snow develops when cold, dry air moves across the relatively warmer waters of the Great Lakes. I was a forecaster in Buffalo, New York. It's a, um, uh, you can, a small shift in the wind can bury you until spring. You know, it's that kind of thing. Uh, There's a state of emergency that took effect yesterday. It was announced by the governor there and... Thunder snow is something that could happen and probably will happen, and you'll likely see it mentioned. But for the moment, I mean, you've got a uh, state of New York. It's definitely worse and concentrated in western and a bit to the south. But you've got a state that is in real trouble when it comes to, um, when it comes to weather. 
When we come back, let's get into some Florida news. Did you have anything? Um, I'll also do some acknowledgments, and uh, we'll read some uh, some comments. Is that the plan, John? Yeah. Did you receive some positive letters? I got. Oh, I uh, do, did. I, did I? I've received a lot of positive. I'll letters. check the email uh, bag as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of comments about thunder snow. Hmm. Uh. Oh, yeah. Thunder snow sounds like a porn name. That is absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> does sound pornish, doesn't it? Um, do prison mothers get to nurse their newborns? This is a question that Vilma is asking, Vilma, regular listener viewer. I wonder, John, if you could research that. Uh, I believe that's a great question. I've uh, read that they do. I think a baby hmm. can live in the prison infirmary for the first three months before it's taken away. That's what I understand. If that is true, uh, Kim deserves a massive uh, ding storm, and there one will follow. Will you check on it, John, to see if that's true? <laughs> if she's storm. right about that, yeah, wow. it's it's unprecedented. We've never done a ding storm on this. Sh- so, mm. uh, just as New York has their own snowstorm, we have a ding storm coming. For if that's indeed the case, so I'm not sure anyway. why I think that. It might just be because I saw it in a movie once. Maybe not based on fact in any way, shape, or form. Oh, well, I don't like that you're backing <laughs> off on it. Well, there are prison nurseries, so it looks like that's true. It probably depends uh, on the state and the prison system, I imagine. Oh, yeah. In most prisons, when a woman gives birth, her baby is taken away within 48 to 72 hours and sent to another relative. Oh. Um, but, there are, looks... there, but there is a movement for prison nurseries, and there's yeah, support. I'm not looking for a movement. I'm looking for an existing program. Mm-hmm. Kim, it looked good for you for a second, but I'm afraid. Damn it. Um, there yeah. are eight prison nurseries in the United States. Do I get dings uh, subtracted? Uh, uh, like I have a no, ding no, no. deficit? Uh, I, um, <laughs> Do I have to work my way back up? The number the of programs department? has fluctuated and sentiment toward it has risen and fallen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mm. Mm. Well, I don't feel like it quite met the standard that we have on this no, show of actors. Really I don't think yeah, you, you should apologize I don't for ap- how you feel. I don't apologize. Yeah. I'm not, it's not how I feel. I'm just saying that's the, that's the standard. All right. Uh, look, I have a lot of Florida news here waiting to go. We'll get into that. Friday Fabulous Florida next. Uh, your tweets, your, if you want to reach us on Twitter, uh, you can. I'm at Mark T. Live. We'll probably be there a few more days. Uh, and, of course, here in the chat room live on YouTube, if you're watching in replay, you can leave comments also. You just add it to the comment section. We see all of your comments. We'll get into some of those as well. And, of course, uh, you, the email is uh, themarkthompsonshow at gmail.com. I'm actually a, getting I, I'm, sympathy yeah. for, for the loss of dings. It's nice. Well. 
It's the Mark Thompson Show. Hey, which one do you use, Mark Thompson? Who's Mark Thompson? The Mark Thompson Show. On the Mark Thompson Show, I'm Kim McAllister. This report sponsored by tax attorney Steve Moskowitz at 888-TAX-DEAL. Many Americans are coping with financial strain heading into the holiday season. There is a poll from financial services company Lending Club that found 60% of people are living paycheck to paycheck due to inflation. A separate poll found about half of all shoppers plan to cut back this year due to high prices. Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes being sentenced at this hour. A jury in San Jose found her guilty of four counts of fraud late last year. Federal prosecutors want to sentence Holmes, who's pregnant, to 15 years in prison and fine her $800 million for her role in a failed blood testing startup. Kevin McCarthy appears to be facing an uphill battle in his bid to become the next Speaker of the House. Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs is on record as saying... He can't vote for the California Republican, and Florida's Matt Gates tweeted out that they have the votes to force a change. Meanwhile, New York Congressman Hakeem Jeffries is officially seeking to replace House Speaker Nancy Pelosi as Democratic leader. The trial of a Texas man accused of leading last year's Capitol riot now winding down. Stuart Rhodes from the Dallas area led a far right wing group called the Oath Keepers. In their closing arguments, federal prosecutors said militia members were told prepare for a civil war to oppose the results of the 2020 presidential election. And as mentioned, Twitter's getting smaller. Another wave of employees signing off for good. The San Francisco-based company's new owner, Elon Musk, gave his staff an ultimatum yesterday. Either commit to what he called a hardcore work culture or resign with severance pay. Many chose the latter, but that number of how many is unclear. The mayor of the city of Santa Clara is keeping her job for a third term. Lisa Gilmore won the race more than a week after midterm elections by less than 700 votes. She confirmed that her challenger, Councilman Anthony Becker, conceded he was backed by the 49ers. But Gilmore says the outcome was residents telling special interests, we can't be bought, saying we're a city that refuses to be owned by the owner of a football team. And there is, in case you you know were worried about the price of housing in the Bay Area and whatnot, a town in Italy offering about $30,000 to people. All you got to do is move there. Presice in the Puglia region of Italy, known for its sunny countryside and blue seas, is the latest Italian town to try to get new residents. To qualify for this, the buyers have to move to Presice and buy one of the older properties there. They're priced from $25,000. Maybe a fixer-upper, but hey, you'll be living in Italy, living the good life, right? This report sponsored by tax attorney Steve Moskowitz. For more than 30 years, Steve has put his tax knowledge to work for individuals and for businesses. If you need help with your taxes, give Steve a call. It's 888-TAX-DEAL, or you can catch him online at moskowitzllp.com. I'm Kim McAllister, Kate, uh, on The Mark Thompson Show. Hey, hey. Um, they had to close down almost, an almost. radio station <laughs> to silence him. And now, he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Thompson. The Mark Thompson Show. Who's Mark Thompson? What he's got going here is a situation. 
apologize to all who have been hurt. I apologize to every preacher and pastor. You, sir, are a liar. Call me a liar. Now, what do you call me? You are a cover-up artist, and you are a liar. No context will suffice to explain the hurt and anguish caused by my words. I think I'm the most honest human being, perhaps, that God ever created. Nobody has ever put something like this together that I've ever seen. There's never been anything like this. There's never been anything like it. What up, dear friends? Yeah, it's our big Friday show. Welcome in Steve Moskowitz. Come on, everyone. I was talking about you in the first half hour, Steve Moskowitz. It's great to have you in the mix. Oh, it's my pleasure, Mark. Love being here. Yeah, really, really cool. We're sending you a little merch. I've got the uh, desirable uh, Mark Thompson uh, bottle opener. I know this a uh, you can see on the you can uh, open several different kinds of beverages with this particular. It's got ma it's magnetized on the back as well. It's uh, it's deceivingly uh, special. And, of course, it has the logo of our show on the front. But you're getting one of those, so... Um, well, thank you very much. Yes. Uh, it's a perfect uh, time with the holidays coming up. Exactly. It's a stocking stuffer-ish thing. It's not the only thing we're sending you, but I just want to say that uh, it is a featured thing on our Get Mark Merch website, and you will uh, be receiving one as a gift. So well, thank you so much. Uh, I will yeah. treasure it. it. Thank you. High-end, that was the wording yeah. I really needed. And thank you, Kim. So speaking of high-end, look, I was talking about how, uh, in the first half hour, I was talking about how... Uh, special your services and how special your skills are. You know, I mean, uh, I I call you the tax ninja because you know so much about the code, but I think your legal background uh, as a tax lawyer makes you a, a particularly stout representative. I mean, you're a buff representative for those who are your clients. So as we approach the end of the year and, you know, you've talked about ERC, you've talked about tax planning. I mean, tell us how we can best utilize your services. Well, Mark, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, that's why I became a tax lawyer, because the day I set foot in law school, I already had a bachelor's and master's degree in accounting. I was already a practicing CPA doing taxes. But I looked at the giant companies, the Fortune 500. And, and when I first started out in my career, I worked for a giant firm, and those were the clients of Fortune 500. I said, look at all the money these guys are making, and they're legally not paying taxes. What's the secret handshake? What's the secret... I'm sure I can do this for businesses much smaller than the Fortune 500. That's why I went to law school, learned how to do that stuff. And I did. And what's happened is people say, well, how can there be all these tax benefits? And I'll explain to you why. There's two purposes to the tax law. One is we all know, get money from us. But the other one's a system of incentives. In a democracy, the government can't order us to do something, even if it would be good for the economy. So how do they get us to do what they want? But they can't order us. They pay us and they pay us through tax savings. That's why these big companies do all these things and they're not paying these taxes. And the big companies have an army of people like me. They're saying, do this and do that. Look at Apple Computer that I always talk about. The head of Apple talks about when he became the head of, head of Apple, he was amazed at how much time he spent with the tax lawyers working on their taxes, not computers, working on their taxes. And that's what you have to do. The other thing that I pride myself in is, you know, I'm a simple guy. You know that before I was a tax attorney and CPA, and I'm very proud of this, I was a New York City taxi cab driver. 
I didn't know that. That's know that? wild. No, that's really cool. Wow. That's not fake. That's real. Wow. I'm real. And, and when I was driving the taxi cab, I know I, I was always curious if I learned more in law school or driving the cab. And, <laughs> depending what they asked me, I'd say it's a toss up. That's funny. Oh, but that's what, perfect. What I, I'm, I'm real. I understand small business. And what I don't do is go and preach to some regulation. One, two, three, four says you. Oh, who wants to hear that? So as, as when I talk to people, the things have to be practical. Not everything that works for General Motors will work for mom and pop corner store. But some things do. And when I talk to clients, I'm practical as to what you can do, and what you can't. It's like a doctor prescribing something or somebody talking about, you know, New Year's resolutions. You have to prescribe things that people are going to do. If you prescribe something for them that they're not going to do, it's, it's worthless. So I'm practical. And plus, you know, having my own firm, we're a firm of about 40 people. I understand what it is to run a business, the practical day to day, meaning payroll and all that. And when we go to meet with the IRS and they're making their demands, say, look, I understand that. But my guy has payroll to meet. My guy has rent to pay. He likes to have a little something to eat. And, and we work out a practical deal, what's practical for everybody. And, and that's one of the things that I want to emphasize to your audience. We're practical. We're real. The, uh, the government does respond to that, to that negotiation. When, when being represented by someone, you know, when Steve represents you with the government, it's different than when you go in and try to negotiate with the government. So you're saying, uh, can the government... I guess what I'm asking is, in that negotiation, uh, is the is the government responsive historically in in your judgment with oh, stuff absolutely. that you've forwarded like that? When, yeah. When people think of the IRS, they they have the, this this vision of monsters, and like any large organization, any organization, there are a few monsters, there are a few saints. Most people are in between good people doing their job, and when you explain things to them in most cases they'll go along with you like you know people get sick and you say look my guy's sick that's why he, he couldn't pay his tax or you know i'm sorry my guy's kid has a drug problem and and you know you work something out and and basically i i borrowed a rule from the sec it's called the rule of reason and a lot of times what will happen you see the big companies they sec charges them with something accuses them of something they say we vehemently deny it we didn't do that, and we promise we'll never do it again. Let's make a deal. And, and the people do. Common sense. It, it doesn't, you know, leave the door when you go to law school or walk in an IRS office. And basically what I do is, I'm, I mean, I'm a simple guy. We, we talk to the clients and in language everybody can understand. I hate when a doctor uses big words. Well, well, does that mean I'm dying or I'm really healthy, doc? Just tell me so I can understand. To the best of our ability, we tell our clients, in language everybody can understand. And then we go to the government and say, look, here's my clients. These, these are human beings. Back when I was a professor in law school, when I when I started the practice, I was a professor in law school at night. And I tell the lawyers, look, the law is not a bunch of dusty old books, cases from England that you study. This is real life. The law laughs and cries and bleeds and screams and is happy and is sad. You're dealing with people's lives. And that's what I tell the new lawyers. Never forget that. And I want to express that, whether it's the IRS and the clients, you work something out. And a lot of times people just feel, oh, it's hopeless. There's nothing to be done. And you know what, Mark, so many times you can work something out, something good, and give people back their lives. I uh, 
Uh, Julie says, uh, tax cab. I like it. I like yes. it. Uh, get tax advice and a ride. <laughs> I want, I'm out of time. A ride now, I want financial to, freedom and riches. I want to talk about your ah, tax life tax as a tax, as a taxi driver, uh, later, but I, uh, but we, we got to wrap it for today. But remind me, if we don't get into it today, I definitely want to follow up on Monday. Uh, you should talk to Steve about uh, the very serious issue of your taxes, but he'll take you through the entire process, and he'll help you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No he will find ways for you to minimize tax exposure and maybe get money from the government, as we've detailed over and over. Steve Moskowitz is 888-TAX-DEAL, 888-T-A-X-D-E-A-L, 888-TAX-DEAL. Also online, MoskowitzLLP.com. Moskowitz is M-O-S-K-O-W-I-T-Z. L-L-P is L-L-P. MoskowitzLLP.com. Steve, thank you. Appreciate it. Good thank stuff. Yeah, right on. The Mark Thompson Show. Uh, breaking news. Attorney General Merrick Garland is going to name a special counsel in the Trump criminal probe, according to the latest reports. This will be to decide whether criminal charges will should be brought against uh, former President Trump. A.K.A. Florida man. Yeah, it's uh, all too fitting. He's a hold up at Mar-a-Lago, and that's where we're going to be going uh, shortly. Who are we talking but, um, to? Was it Jim Avila who said that was going to happen, that Garland would be a special prosecutor? Yeah, I think it was Avila. Yeah. And uh, Avila will join Jim Avila and Michael Shore both to talk about politics, unpack the week. We'll ask him, uh, but we'll ask both of them about this and more. All right, without any further delay, um, oh, do I have to do some acknowledgements? Let's do, do Florida. Do here, Let's do Florida. All right. Here's some, uh, <laughs> it's time to check in on our favorite state on a Friday. Friday's Fabulous Florida. It's time for Friday Fabulous Florida. There is a gigantic alligator in my kitchen. A look at the weirdest stories from our weirdest state. We've worked feverishly to pull these together. John has done uh, really most of these. One of these stories is from me. But the rest are from John. In fact, you should guess the one from me. But also, keep in mind, we will be choosing a favorite at the end of this. So, uh, a Florida man uh, settled into a rental home in Pensacola, Florida. Was having a normal, relaxing day there. The problem was, it wasn't his home and he had broken into the home. So, it's a uh, wild Ooh, idea. It's a wild, wild idea, idea, but it just might work. work. The sheriff's office said... That 28-year-old Zachary Seth Murdoch smashed a glass porch door and entered an unoccupied rental home in Avenida. Murdoch used the bathtub, slept in the bedroom, made himself a nice cup of coffee in a oh. mug there in the kitchen. Make yourself at home. He left the coffee on the back porch while he filled the kitchen trash can with trash. Uh... And this is the one thing, and oftentimes a plan is so close to being a perfect caper. He left his bus stub in the trash can. Uh-uh. And um, 
Wait, that he kind took of out the trash? In. Well, I mean, he's not without some sense of responsibility, John. You know, so uh, I'm just saying it's uh, good for him. Uh, he said um, apparently there was a um, a burglary that cops were responding to later on Via de Luna Drive. Are you familiar with where that is, John? In, oh, we know uh, where that is. Yeah, it's uh, I think I read up the way. Yeah. Two blocks from the Whole Foods, isn't it? Exactly. And the public. The vic- the victim and the publics. The victim told police that a man wearing a dark colored shirt, dark colored pants, this is the person who called in the, the burglary, um, and a baseball cap walked up to her sliding glass door and started pulling on the handle. When she asked the suspect what he was doing, he said he was looking for Tony. And well, he left. I'm also looking for Tony. Thanks, yeah. Tony. Yeah. Tony, where are you? Uh, oh, Tony's not here today. He's actually coming up later. He's going to rebuild this whole studio because we have to get rid of all this equipment. So he's going to build yeah. it back better? He's going to build it back better. <laughs> Stop it. I'm trying to get through this. Where is my build it back better? I had it. Have they taken my build it back? We're going to rebuild it. And we're going to build it back better. Thank you. Anyway, he's under arrest, this guy Murdoch. Um, so he was linked to the other burglary is the reason uh, we mentioned that. A 10-year-old student hugged his school counselor. Now he's facing charges and is accused of touching her inappropriately. What? Yeah. A 10-year-old boy was suspended from his Florida elementary school and faces a charge of misdemeanor battery after he was accused of inappropriately touching a school counselor during a hug. What? Yeah. The counselor's at a holy... What's that? Did he pinch her bottom at the same time? What happened? Well, uh, it here's what happened. Uh, he approached her for a hug, according to reports. She said that she turned sideways to give a side hug, mm-hmm. and the child put one arm around her shoulder and with the other hand reached and grabbed her... Bottom. Boob. No! Left breast was what we were looking oh, for. Oh, okay. Yes. Wait, she turned to for a side sideways hug? Yeah, so in other words, she didn't hug she didn't hug the kid like that. She So she, she kind of like set that. him up. Well, or she turned away. I mean, you could I I'm uh, I don't think she Could it have been while he was just trying to put his arm around her, he in in, in inadvertently boob grabbed? Mm. Well, right, like if you go to hug and then you turn sideways, um now, yeah. Uh well, it I'm, was great. I loved it. <laughs> How dare you? She changed the angle of approach. Boring. Yeah, I I will tell you that I um, I think Kim, maybe you should speak on the part of the uh, child. Yeah. Since you you seem to have uh, to feel like it's no big deal. You think it was inadvertent? I probably a ten year old mm-hmm. child. I mean, maybe I'm naive, but I would think it was a hug gone wrong. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hugs gone this, wrong. All this shifting around and side Tonight, hugging and whatnot. You know. It started as a hug. And it turned into something much more dangerous. Hot for teacher. I can tell you that uh, I, I'll bet my lunch that alcohol was not involved in this no. one. So I'd I, be willing to no, bet my no, lunch that there's so. alcohol involved. Anyway, and that's the ten, deal. A 10-year-old th- boy, don't you just take him aside and say, look, that made me feel really uncomfortable. I don't want you to touch people like that anymore. I understand that it might have been an accident. You explain to them. You don't call the police and have them charged with whatever it is. I'm guessing that this isn't the first time he's been involved in some kind of... You just don't get get it. I think he's... You don't. I think he might. And if you think a 10-year-old, and you know this, if you think a 10-year-old doesn't get, like, 
these urges sort of or begin the the primordial ooze of those urges yeah. then you don't know 10 year olds they definitely you do. think he's Boys. a little junior boobin grabber i think there's something there i'm not saying you should charge him he's being charged with a, a battery see I i'm just not think saying it's, you should charge him with that but i definitely think age, something should be done at the age of 10 that learning moment it's not a, i'm gonna charge you moment well yeah All and right. do you have a history of doing these things well yeah. that's what i'm saying it may be yeah. it may be that you know there, there's stuff going on that we don't know if about so throw away the key Right. What the hell is going on in the United States of America? Yeah, Ron gets it. We have a serious problem here. A Florida man already serving time in a Tampa prison for attempted murder is now going to face a murder charge in the 2018 shooting death of his then-girlfriend in Orange County. Bobby Lee Story, 57, arrested on Tuesday, transported from the Florida Department of Corrections to the Orange County Jail, where he was booked on second-degree murder. He's accused of shooting 41-year-old Denise Hayes in the head. She was caring for two of her grandchildren at the time in 2018. Uh, he abandoned her body, say the cops. They found her after a woman noticed two children, a two-year-old and a three-year-old, wandering alone in the street. According to the report, um, Hayes and Story did not own or rent the home they were staying in. They were instead squatting there. The uh, home was vacant, and they were just occupying it. They were in a relationship for about a year. Deputies say they found Story's fingerprints near where she was murdered. Uh, he was arrested in 2018 on a charge of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, an unrelated incident, and he was sentenced to five years in prison. He spent 28 years in state and federal prisons uh, for one thing or another, more than half of his adult life before this murder. Jeez. This is uh, a guy who is... Uh, will likely spend the rest of his life locked up there in Florida. A man accused of stealing 85 pounds of cocaine? Mm. Marijuana? No. It's in Stock Island, Florida. It's shrimp, everybody. Oh. 85 pounds of shrimp. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office said at around 10 a.m., the owner of the facility, this... Uh, uh, storage facility contacted authorities he noticed that his lock had been broken off what yeah and he realized uh that he had a situation what he's got going here is a situation <laughs> he um reviewed the security footage identified the alleged shrimp thief as felipe fonseca 52 of stock island uh, Felipe was found shortly after the theft, and he was booked. Yeah, for jacking shrimp. A Florida man claims he was driving a car with two missing tires because of a, if you guessed paranormal, curse, give yourself a day. Yeah. The driver claims someone put a curse on him, and he was faced with only two choices, drive home without tires or set the car on fire. Oh, yeah, those paranormal curses—they're tough, you know. It's well, like given his choices, yeah, right. Oh, Thank the lesser you. of two evils, definitely. Right, it was exactly. A werewolf to kill a vampire? Did you know that? And I did not know that. No, I did not. The 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 paranormal world and the vampire werewolf world—I'm just learning about through Herschel Walker and through other Floridians. Um. Anyway, he's driving the vehicle missing two tires, pulled over by law enforcement, and he said that paranormal activity was the reason that he was doing it. 
He's 29 years old. He was stopped on I-75 near Marion Oaks at about 4 a.m. Nothing good happens on <laughs> I-75 near Marion Oaks no. at 4 a.m. No. Yeah. Did you see what he said to the deputy? Um, he said uh, he was given a do-or-die choice. Is there something else? No, uh, further down. If you mess with me right now, let me tell you something. I'm going to break your head with a baseball bat, he told the deputy. I'm going to skin mm. you alive. Oh. Wow. That is, uh, uh, it's a, Ooh, it's a wild idea, but <laughs> no, it just might work. I, I don't think that ever works. Uh, That's probably what got him arrested. I'm guessing that was a little aggressive to, uh, for the uh, negotiation. Um, what my client meant was, there's pretty much nothing you can say after that. Uh, a Florida man is accused of driving his SUV into a home occupied by his ex-wife. It's guessable. Ex-wife is right. Thank wow. you. Thank you. I was going to get one ding today if it killed me. Very impressive. He endangered the seven people inside. This happened in Orange County. Nissan Ortega, 47, showed up at his ex-wife's home in a popka. Uh, Wait, his, his name is Nissan? His name is Nissan, N-I-S-A-N. In a, uh, what's in a popka? Is that where they live? Uh, it's a popka, A-P-O-P-K-A. Yeah. -A. So oh, I guess okay. you say like a popka. But okay. in, well, when I say it, his ex-wife's home in a popka, it sounds Got like it. in a popka, but it right. was actually yeah. in the... This place of Popka. Right. Uh, it was 2 a.m. The ex, Ingrid, uh, said she wouldn't let him in because he gets violent when he drinks alcohol. And he'd been drinking. Uh, reportedly then got in his SUV and rammed his car, uh, backed up and drove it straight at the front porch. I was scared. Me and my sister was in the room. When we hear the car getting inside, we run away, she said. So uh, that was a good plan on her part. Mm. Mm. If anybody and, wonders why that marriage ended, now there are no questions. Yeah, it seemed like it was headed for, uh, you know, it was a Tom Brady-Giselle situation, <laughs> yeah, the divorce. Florida man leads, and this is our final story, and it's a delicious, delightful ride through a lot of Florida themes a Florida man leads police on a wild chase, tries to escape by jumping in the river. This happened in Sanford, Florida. And cops are chasing this guy. They picked up the chase after getting a call that the suspect in a Chevy Silverado was entering the county while being chased by a police helicopter from a different county. The driver bailed from the SUV. They set up a perimeter. Which is always a good idea. There's a reason that this place is fun. <laughs> right. A perimeter is always fun. Because, you know, once you set it up, you know, you can pretty much close in. It took hours for them to close in, but they did on Oscar Leonidas, 28. He had jumped in the river in Sanford. Mm-mm. You know what happens when you jump, jump in a Florida waterway. Mm, yeah, he's lucky he didn't get chomped by a gator. Right. When he was taken into custody, he reportedly told deputies he ran from police because paranormal were, activity? They no. were the devil? No. Um, meth? He did not want to go to jail. Oh, <laughs> simple as that. Yeah. Very honest. you got to give him credit. Uh, and uh, that, my friends, is a ride through the wild estates. Friday, this Fabulous been Florida for Friday, the day. Friday, Fabulous yeah. Florida. There is a gigantic 
come back now here i uh know we have to choose a favorite i'll remind you before we choose him it's the uh sheriff who arrested the florida man breaking into the home used the bathtub slept in the bed made himself coffee took out the trash a 10 year old student grabbing the boob or breast of his teacher in a um in a hug situation he's being charged with battery a florida man arrested after stealing 85 pounds of shrimp uh, the dude who was uh, driving with two missing tires because of a curse from paranormal activity. Uh, the guy driving the SUV into his ex-wife's home. And finally, the guy who leads cops across two counties on a chase and then jumps into the river to escape the cops because he didn't want to go back to jail. Your favorite, please, Kim. Uh, I think I'm <laughs> going to go with the guy who... Uh, who was in the house, who who caught with the, the faulty trash because, situation. Because he uh, took out the trash. You like that yeah, part of it? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. stupid criminal. And I would like it yeah. noted that my living room today has a backdrop of the fine city of Miami. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, it is Miami. Look at that. In honor of Boy, the Florida situation. That is a pretty, pretty sight, too. Yeah. Wow. Very, very nice. Uh... Fabulous producer John Daly, what do you... What do I you, was actually going to go with rental break-in due to the um, trash taking out. No. Uh, what's the favorite in the uh, shrimp caper, says Julie. 10-year-old Florida boy, says Billy. Boob, says Tom. Uh, Eric says, I'm voting for the cursed car. Paranormal activity gets another vote from Francine. Paranormal activity from Yvonne. Uh... Boob boy, boob boy. That's good. <laughs> Cursed car says Karen. Uh, Jennifer, the Florida situation, so well named. Uh, don't go in the water, Kim. And <laughs> right? <a> paranormal activity <laughs> from Karen. The answer is there are no right answers. You have your favorite. You have your favorite. Uh, but the right answer is paranormal activity. So. Uh, Jim Avila, Michael Shore join next. We'll do a whole big political wrap. Smash that like button. I haven't uh, talked about it at all today. You should smash, smash it. Smash it like, with your iron rod. Smash it with your iron rod. The thumbs up. We need it if you're watching in replay. Smash it anyway. We need it. That's so very important in the algorithms of YouTube. So smash the like button. Absolutely smash it. And uh, more than that, support us in all the ways you know how to. Super stickers. Uh, what are the other ways, John? Uh, super stickers and the uh, super chat, of course. We'll read your chat 100% Patreon, PayPal. Patreon, PayPal is all there likes, at likes, themarkthompsonshow.com. But smash, smash. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Are you God. kidding me? Yeah. Absolutely smash. 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 Yeah, Got to do it. Hit the like button. At least do it. I mean, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very loose with my likes, by the way. I don't know why there's any reason you would come and not hit the like button. Hit the thumbs up. No big deal. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk politics with uh, Jim Avila and Michael Shore. Much to do. Mark Thompson Show. The Mark Thompson Show.
On the Mark Thompson Show, I'm Kim McAllister. This report sponsored by tax attorney Steve Moskowitz at 888-TAX-DEAL. The Biden administration is asking the Supreme Court to allow its student loan forgiveness plan to go into effect. That plan has been blocked by two federal courts during a months-long legal dispute. The administration asked justices to vacate a decision by a federal appeals court. The administration argues the decision leaves millions of economically vulnerable borrowers in limbo about the size of their debt and unable to accurately make financial decisions. Those challenging Biden's plan argue it violates the Constitution by going around Congress. The plan includes forgiving $10,000 of federal student loan debt for most borrowers, up to 20000 for those who receive Pell Grants. New York Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, a seeking now to replace House Speaker Nancy Pelosi as Democratic leader. The fourth-ranking House Democrat announcing he will run to replace Pelosi as the party's leader. This as Republicans take back control of the chamber next year. If Jeffrey's bid is successful, he would become the first black lawmaker to lead a party in Congress. The founder of failed blood testing star Theranos, set to be sentenced very soon, a jury in San Jose found Elizabeth Holmes guilty of four counts of fraud late last year. Federal prosecutors would like the judge to sentence Holmes, who is now pregnant, to 15 years in prison and fine her $800 million. Holmes, though, is asking for more leniency. She says she's broke, doesn't have money to do such a thing. The man who drove into a crowd of Los Angeles County Sheriff's recruits allegedly did so on purpose. L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva claiming the crash was a deliberate act this week. Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez charged with attempted murder. He's since been released while police gather evidence. 25 people were injured, five of them critically. Legendary weatherman, not Thompson, Al Roker in the hospital with bl- uh, blood clots in his leg and lungs. On oh, Instagram, no. Roker said after some medical whack-a-mole, he's so fortunate to be getting terrific medical care and that he is now on the way to recovery. His fellow Today anchor Savannah Guthrie said Roker is in good spirits, but again, he's in the hospital fighting the blood clot in his leg. So our good wishes wow. to Al Roker. Yeah, wow. Taylor Jay, Swift. Jay Leno and then Al Roker. What's going I on? I know, I know. Bad th- things coming. Thompson, better watch her back. Uh, Taylor Swift says it's excruciating for her to watch mistakes happen as Ticketmaster canceled the public on-sale tickets for her upcoming tour. On her Instagram story, Swift said she's extremely protective of her fans and that she was specifically working with Ticketmaster to improve the quality of the fans' experience. She added there's a multitude of reasons why people had such a hard time getting tickets, and so now she's trying to figure out how to improve improve the situation in the future. Swift said she asked Ticketmaster officials multiple times if they could handle the demand. She was assured that they could, but Ticketmaster is not moving forward with the on sale of Swift's tour tickets due to what they call extraordinarily high demanding uh, demand on ticket systems. Wow, that's extraordinary. I will ding multitude. But that's amazing. You know, Amy Klobuchar, I mentioned yesterday, has actually launched an investigation. For, she is involved in the antitrust committee. So, you know, Ticketmaster gets a wide berth, and they may be exposed to some kind of government regulation as a result of this. I mean, certainly some kind of uh, 
additional oversight. But anyway, Sure, something has to be done. This report sponsored by tax attorney Steve Moskowitz. For more than 30 years, Steve has put his tax knowledge to work for individuals and for businesses. If you need help with your taxes, you can hit Steve at 888-TAX-DEAL or online at moskowitzllp.com. I'm Kim McAllister on The Mark Thompson Show. They had to close down an entire radio station to silence him. And now, he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Thompson. I'd be willing to bet my lunch that there's alcohol involved. What up, everybody? So excited to have everyone along. It is our Friday show, which is a special show always because of many of the visitors and many of the things we do. So uh, Snyder's ahead with uh, what to watch. We do want to look Are you kidding me? I'm just... X-Fire 57, a word avalanche. $50? Are you kidding? Don't make me cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not, not going to cry. cry. But $50 helps put the, keep the lights on. Uh, Big shout out. Yeah, a word avalanche, an alt headline for when crowds learn of Rose's debt and offer help. Quote, here Rose, here Rose owes, heroes Rose here rose ah wow john can you explain that to me please um well he gave 50 dollars, so i don't think it matters fabulous <laughs> producer john daly <laughs> all i can tell you is i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry but i'm very gratified by that thank you thank you very much expire 57 very cool linda galdieri thank you so so much thank you so so much linda 20 dollars. thank you it's how we keep the lights on here mt don't take offense but do you realize you touch grab and handle, move, adjust, and fondle your boom mic more than an adult movie star. Wow. Boom, chickle. Tom wow, wow. N. is right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tom. You're right. There actually is a new mic stand coming today. I try to move it out of the way so it doesn't block, but you're absolutely right. TG, this is from my girl, Sherelle. She would love to hear the Movado watch drop. Well, is that okay to play a request like that? You can buy a Movado watch in Sam's. Yeah. All right. There it is, TG. <laughs> <laughs> our favorite preacher all right thank you guys um oh and gail guthrie tgif to all and thanks for a great show in this mad world appreciate thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you, thank thank you gail it's so my wife joanne is your reigning spelling bee champ she hopes you do it again on this new platform so she can defend the crown we yeah. will we will do the spelling bee again and we'll also do Mark's Madness here, so don't worry. Jim Muller is $10. Thanks, thank Jim. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And now, uh, they've waited patiently. These are two great guys to talk politics. And somebody said uh, in the chat, more than one person, we, we had them last week together. Somebody said, wow, Michael Shore and Jim Avila together, this is really cool. It is like listening to a great band. Uh, two great political minds, uh, Jim Avila, the senior correspondent for ABC for so long, uh, White House correspondent for ABC for so almost a decade, I think. And uh, Michael Shore has been the political cornerstone for so many great news organizations. Now you can see him on TYT, and he comes in on Fridays. He's always been such a loyal friend. Uh, how about a round for both of them? Michael Shore and Jim Avila. Hi, boys. How are we? We're good. We're, we're right. good. I mean, Jim uh, really kind of uh, outdoing me on that background today. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it is well, a nice little backyard. Hey, Mark, yeah. did you? I, I don't think you saw the breaking news yet, though that uh, that I, I put on the chat so your viewers saw it. But uh, about Garland? Merrick Garland, Merrick oh. Garland has decided to do. I, I, maybe I missed it in Kibbs News, 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I mentioned it. We, we mentioned it, and yeah. we said in our mention oh, cool. that you you had actually uh, forecast that. You'd said that mm -hmm. that was likely to happen. We gave you credit. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. I apologize. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I, I, I must have been setting up. I must have been setting up the. Uh, the, yeah. the incredible technology Set, here setting up I that started. fake background uh, maybe yeah. distracted you uh, right. i mean it's so, it's great but it also looks like he's at the uh, gerald ford library so the, <laughs> or, or that he's getting ready to announce his candidacy for 2024 yes, you, you have uh, an escalator back here that i'm going to uh, go down and yeah, you right. couldn't have fit more uh, american flags into that shot that uh, trump had during well, that's the new thing if, that's the, yeah i wonder if caruso is going to take it down now that he's lost yeah, Jim lives, uh, Michael, in Caruso. Rick Caruso is uh, one of the, his buildings. So uh, Yeah, well, yeah, you know, kind of now a, that he has to stop being American. I'm, su I'm yeah. surprised it's not at half staff, to tell you the truth. Jim giving us the, uh, that's really great. He gives me the, gives you that F1 race feel uh, there. Um, yeah, so, it is on La Cienega, So uh, let me let me ask you about uh, what's happening. Uh, Michael, I'll start with you uh, on these. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, uh, the special prosecutor, um, that's an examination of of charges that might be brought against the former president. These would be uh, criminal charges, right? Yeah, and these are related. Special, they, they usually have a you know kind of a restricted uh, assignment, uh, you know, and that's what made what Ken Starr did, for example, uh, back in the late '90s with with President Clinton. He was there to investigate a real estate deal, and then he took it farther afield. They usually have uh, a little bit of um, you know of perimeter parameters within which they need to work. And in this case, it seems to be that it, it's everything to do with Mar-a-Lago and the documents that were found there, that were brought there, uh, how it happened, why it happened, and and they can obviously there are tentacles that can reach out from there, but it has to be based at least in the way that it's assigned on that. It doesn't seem as though this special prosecutor is going to have to go uh, as far afield to find something. I mean, it seems like an embarrassment of riches when it comes to uh, I mean, illegal riches, when it comes to misdeeds on the part of Trump. Well, yeah, and, and that's what, you know, Ken, Ken Starr went to the, through the Whitewater and found out that there wasn't really anything that implicated the president there, uh, but had, it seemed, either a vendetta or an agenda at the very least, and, and took it further. And and usually they can, I mean, I shouldn't say usually, there, there's not a great deal of precedent in that, but they, they do go a little bit farther when they can, and they usually ask for it when, when it's warranted. And I, I, I think that in this case, they're going to probably have, like you said, a treasure trove right in front of them. They're not going to need to go very far. Um, you mention um, uh, agenda. Uh, I wanted to get to the GOP agenda as articulated. I mean, they really, if they, if they stuck the landing with voters, it might be, I'm not, I'm talking about with uh, uh, voters who aren't just going to kind of not, uh, vote GOP uh, uh, across the board. It might have been been on crime, on inflation, on uh, some of these things that were were talked about um, uh, the border uh, with uh, with such fervor prior to the election. Now the GOP has, with a slim majority, taken over the House, and he, they had a press conference yesterday. And here is uh, what they said. Now I'll start with what they said in the ramp up to the election. And now that they've taken control, you'll hear what they said after the election. So here is Kevin McCarthy and others before the election. What Americans want, need and deserve is a clear common sense alternative. And that's what's happening with the House Republicans. We will provide to the American public a commitment to America. Between inflation, crime and open borders, 
I think voters all across the country are ready to change the path we're on. No more inflation. No more paying That's people not to work. No more broken supply chains and abandoned borders. The Democratic Party, they have a majority. They could stop That's this crime today. They su- Some people say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. These are not good numbers, guys. 8% inflation. That's Rubio. a bad number. Marco Rubio. We have record inflation because Democrats focus on. So this is the focus on the Judiciary Committee, the political nature of the Justice Department, and the linkage now to what was happening with the Hunter Biden story. Now that's the story. This is what they announced uh, yesterday, the Hunter Biden investigation. And my last question is just, what are the grounds to investigate? If we can keep it about Hunter Biden, this is kind of a big deal, we think. If we can keep it about Hunter Biden, that would be great. So that's really what they're about, is now opening, and they had a huge press conference about this, and as, as they were queried about other things, they said, no, we want to keep this about Hunter Biden and the link to Joe Biden. Uh, this seems to be a party that uh, didn't get the message. Or, or I'm asking you, and I ask you, Jim, do you think uh, there is, I mean, they clearly are jihadists in this way. And there might be something to Hunter Biden. I don't know. I, I have no issue with that particularly. But I'm just questioning uh, from a political standpoint, it seems like maybe they missed the message. It doesn't seem like voters are really about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. They're playing to the base. At least it seems that way to me. Yeah, they're, they're 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 making the same mistake they already made, and they're going to compound it. In my opinion, uh, this is not an uh, an issue that that rings home with uh, with independents. You know, the base is already there. They've got thirty <clears throat> percent. They're you know why why pound it over and over again on the same thing? Secondly, what's going to come of that? Hunter Biden is not an elected official. He's not in the in in government in any way. His dad is the president. Is he? If if they found that he is a drug addict, okay, we know that. If he found that that he took money from China, then put him in jail. I don't think there's any. There, there are not many Democrats who think that he should be protected, and it doesn't. And there's been no evidence that I know of that he is being protected by either by either by law enforcement or by the administration. So I think that's a dead end. I think it's you know. The, the worst nightmare <clears throat> that this country is going to have because of because of the new Congress is not new laws because they can't pass any. The new the biggest nightmare is going to be that Jim Jordan is going to be head of the judicial judicial the judicial committee. I mean that is a disaster. It is going to make us all freak out again and get nervous again because his rhetoric is so. You know, it's so wrong and he lies all the time. And so we get all upset and frustrated. That's going to be the biggest damage in my mind. Michael? Oh, I can't hear you, pal. I don't hear him. Here's what I did. I unmuted. How'd that yeah. work? <laughs> That's better. <laughs> all, I, uh, all I heard Jim say was uh, to put Hunter Biden in jail. That was all I heard. Um, <laughs> the, the, no, Jim's exactly right, and 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 the judiciary stuff is is not great, and Marjorie Taylor Greene on oversight is not great, and that's what you get when you lose the House. There are a couple of factors that we can get to on that. As far as the Hunter Biden thing, yeah, he is. The Republicans are going to try, even though he is not a member of the administration. It's why in the late 70s they went after Burt Lance and not Billy Carter to age me a little bit, is because Billy Carter was the president's brother. Burt Lance was in the administration. It's why they're doing that now is to go after Joe Biden to pull in 
uh, to go after Hunter Biden to pull in Joe Biden, to say that Joe Biden set some of this up. It was his, you know, he made some phone calls, whatever it is that they think is on that laptop, they're going to exploit to the expense, they hope, of the president. Uh, and, you know, one of the other things about why they're doing this, uh, it does make headlines, it does play to their base. But they also, there are Republicans I've spoken to who think that they lost this election not because they weren't right on the issues, but because of abortion and because of uh, student loans. And that's why. So that they were right, that people were upset about gas prices and inflation. I don't, it didn't play out that way, right? It played out that more people were upset by these other things or happy about these other things, being able to get those student loans or upset about abortion. Um, and so that I do think is a big miscalculation by the Republicans, especially- And democracy if, too, Michael. I mean, democracy yeah, is democracy. huge on the ballot. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. That's true. Uh, that was a big part of why people voted. And it was a big part of why, you know, people were criticizing the president for making these sort of nebulous speeches on democracy. It turns out uh, Joe Biden has been in politics for over half a century and knows something about running for office because it was right. And 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 that's what people went after. I think that that the, 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 the Congress is going to have some growing pains. It's not going to be as easy, I don't believe, and I'm a little naive about this stuff sometimes, but I don't believe it's going to be as easy for Jim Jordan to be Jim Jordan in the majority. I think that there are going to be some Republicans who are going to be less eager to go with a game plan that failed last time uh, in terms of electoral power. I also think there are Democrats that are working on some moderate Republicans to switch parties. I don't think it's not going to be a three-seat three uh, minority. Uh, so I don't think it's going to be effective. And I don't think there are enough that can switch to switch control of the Congress. But a speaker is going to have a, a lot to do with that. And we'll see what happens with Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, I, I will follow up. I want to continue this conversation in a moment. I have to take a quick break to talk to Steve. But uh, if you guys could stand by uh, mute your mute, now, please mute yourselves. Please mute, mute yourselves for the uh, uh, very important conversation I'm about to have with uh, our guy. He is uh, our uh, founding sponsor. So let's get on with it. The Mark Thompson Show. Welcoming into the mix, Steve Moskowitz. Steve, um, just talking about politics, but the reality is, uh, regardless of who's in charge, Democrats or Republicans, I mean, you know, tax code is the tax code. It may change a little bit around the edges. Uh, you find the edges to help out your clients. Um, I'm wondering if you, um, if you think, uh, yeah, no, I, I want to talk to Steve right now. Uh, I want to I, I want to know if you think that the addition of all the IRS agents, that is something, you know, the IRS enforcement was sort of relaxed, particularly on the uh, in the last administration. It was particularly on the higher end taxpayers. Uh, as usual, those of us who aren't, you know, the super high earners, we end up having to deal with enforcement a bit more. Is it that way? They certainly added more agents and more enforcement. The IRS is adding eighty seven thousand new IRS agents and present. President Biden said that for every dollar he invests in the IRS, he expects multiple dollars to be returned. And the bottom line is, of course, there's going to be a lot more enforcement. And part of the reason for that is political in that when a politician seeks to raise taxes, he or she gets a lot of pushback. We remember when we were young children and President Bush said, read my lips, I'm not going to raise the taxes, change his mind. That probably cost him what cost him the election. But enforcement of taxes, most people don't mind. So well, I pay my taxes. Yeah, go after the guy that's not paying. And these agents, like any large group of people, especially they're all new, they want to show their bosses what they can do. Sometimes people get heavy handed. 
the government is there, there's a criminal aspect in enforcing taxes too, which is usually not enforced, but they're talking about doing more criminal enforcement. And you have these 87,000 people looking to show their bosses, hey, I can do a good job and bring this money in. So I'm predicting that you're going to see a lot more people being chased by the IRS. And they're talking about things like unfiled tax returns. We have a lot of clients that very, very commonly, they look at their tax return. They see they owe money. They make a mistake. They don't file the return. Then year two comes around. They say, well, how can they file the, the taxes from year two when they didn't file year one? By the way, they still don't have the money. And then becomes a lifestyle, a criminal-like lifestyle. Well, those people are going to be chased. People that can't pay their taxes, especially now COVID hurts so many people with jobs and businesses. Another thing that happened, people took money out of their retirement plans to replace the wages they lost. And the government says, hey, where's the taxes on that? So there, there's so much going on. Yes, there's going to be a lot more enforcement. Not to mention, just look at the money the government is spending all these programs. We talk about ERC all the time. I love ERC. It's all this money flowing into my clients and other people's clients too. But where does this money come from? Not to mention all the other government programs, PPP and RRF. What's our, I always like give money to the restaurants. There was a special program for performing arts. The government gave away an incredible, unbelievable amount of money. Not to mention all the money that's going to support those poor people in Ukraine, they're being attacked by Russia. I mean, basically, they're fighting the war for the West. But tremendous money is is going over there. And the You're saying they get that money from taxpayers. Exactly. Right. So I'm predicting there's going to be, you know, more taxes. There's going not to mention, look at California all of a sudden from surplus. Hey, we got this big deficit. What are we going to do? So, you know, California has their eyes out. And the bottom line, and as well as other states, for those of you who are watching in other states, and the bottom line is, yeah, there's probably going to be major tax activity, and it's so much better to make a deal now while you still can, basically with the more experienced agents than, you know, a lot of times new agents coming in, it takes a while until they get seasoned, and maybe they do step over the line sometimes. Like any large group of people, you know, you're going to have some that are perfect, some that are, are very challenged, and... Most of them are in between just trying to do their job. Well, we've mentioned it before, and we'll mention it again. Steve Moskowitz, a great advocate for you. And if you are in a jam, you maybe have not paid your taxes before for the reasons that Steve was just detailing, reach out to Steve. It can be dealt with. You can end up with a positive outcome, but you need to contact Moskowitz. Do it at 888-TAX-DEAL, T-A-X-D-E-A-L. 888-TAX-DEAL. You can also reach him online, moskowitzllp.com, M-O-S-K-O-W-I-T-Z-L-L-P, moskowitzllp.com. Steve, have a great weekend. Great talking to you. Pleasure. Thanks so much. Steve Moskowitz, everybody. The Mark Thompson Show. Let's get back to politics with uh, Jim Avila and Michael Shore. Uh, you know, it, it's come in now, and I was going to mention this anyway, so I can reference even the chat that uh, the number of, it's an odd position that GOP has, and they're talking about Hunter Biden. They've, you know, they've got the pitchforks out for Hunter Biden, given the fact that the Trump family were not only, I remember, denied top-secret clearance, then Trump bigfooted it, got them all top-secret clearance. I'm talking about 
the Suns. I'm talking about Ivanka, Jared included. Clearly, Trump himself never would have gotten top secret clearance were he not president. But anyway, more to the point, they enriched themselves immensely during the time that they were in. And they were directly connected. It wasn't even, you know, from the outside in. So it's just an odd, there's an odd hypocrisy going on. And that's just working on a parallel track. Yeah. Oh, first, so I want to get Biden stuff. Yeah, go ahead. First, I'd like to give some tax advice. Um, the uh, what? The, the, he really is Michael Shore. Do you know who I am? Yeah, I guess he I'm is. Kind of a big deal. Right. I'm struggling here, Mark. I can't hear you, so I'm working on it. So okay, no problem. The, so far, you haven't missed it. But I, you know, that, that's why divided government. I mean, the Senate could do something in retaliation here. Not that that's what they want to do because they want to stick to substance and they also have a slim majority over there and it might sit well. But the hypocrisy is always making and it works for them more than it works uh, than it works for for the Democrats. It works for the why, why is that, Michael? Why, why, can the, why can the GOP play outrage better than the Democrats can? Well, because they always come home to roost, right? I mean, the, the the no matter what, it comes down to judges. It comes down, you know, they could hem and haul all they want about Donald Trump, but if he's the nominee, as was the case in 2016, when you had all those conservative Christians saying, I could never vote for him, then he goes back as the candidate in the next year after having won the nomination, and they're voting for him because they know where their bread is buttered. So they can put up with the hypocrisy out front if it advances their ability to be powerful. To stick with that same example, many Democrats who were supportive of Senator Sanders in 2016 didn't want to vote for Hillary Clinton. They'd said that they wouldn't, and they stuck with it against perhaps their better if, uh, interest, but as part of their core personalities. And, and that doesn't work politically. It works politically if you are hypocritical once in a while and the republicans have found a way to make that more effective uh yeah sure with the jokes today says c star lady i know he's always got the he's always he's always ready you can wake him up in the middle of the night he's got uh he's got smart ass comments waiting to come you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, thanks thanks very much but but uh it's it's suggested as well that and this is in the chat, you know, how come you're not yanking Clarence Thomas and Ginny Thomas in? How come there hasn't been legal action against them? It is well, weird. How, I mean, I guess Clarence Thomas is sort of beyond. Uh, you go ahead, answer. I, I it it could follow. Look, I mean, the, 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 the House changing hands means that the, the, the January 6th committee is on its last fumes right now. And so the power of that committee, even the power of their subpoenas, uh, they, could be, they could be opposed. They could be uh, sent to the courts. And then at the end of uh, December, when the Congress changes the, in early January, it doesn't matter. They're all thrown out because the case is not pertinent anymore. So uh, I, I think that effort will have to come sort of extra congressionally if that's going to happen. And then if something happens, then Congress can take a look at it. But I think it's more for Ginny Thomas than it is for Clarence Thomas, because uh, Supreme Court justices, as I think you were about to say, Mark, sort of uh, operate on a different plane. Exactly. They seem to be sort of beyond reproach. Jim, can you hear us now? I'm curious if, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, we don't hear you. We need you to, have unmute, to unmute him. yourself, dude. Uh, uh, here you go. Go ahead. You're, yes, you're I do right. hear you. So, Sorry. There you go. Okay. I, I'm curious. Um, then the January 6th committee will, they'll file their report and then it will be dissolved, of course, with the GOP in charge. Uh, what will come of that, do you think? I mean, the tentacles of the, of the coup attempt are extensive. 
Well, I think that the what's going to happen is that uh, the the January sixth report will come out. I hope before the end of the this Congress, which is at the end of the year, uh, it will lay out what they believe Trump did and refer charges to the attorney general. Uh, they can't charge in any way, as we all know. So it, it really is more of an informational uh, exercise. Uh, they may try to pass some kind of law in Congress, but with the Republicans in charge, it's doubtful that'll happen. That would uh, that would prevent this type of thing from ha from going on, which would change the would would codify in, in stricter law. In fact, what a vice president is allowed to do, uh, and on the uh, uh, on January sixth, uh, the next time. But as far as uh, charges, they can't do anything anyway. It's really going to be a lot of uh, rhetoric and referring to the attorney general. It's up to Merrick Garland, and now it's up to the special prosecutor. Well, you mentioned the uh, last thing at our last minute. You mentioned uh, codifying what can be done by a vice president, how that becomes just a pro forma thing, which it really was, just a ceremonial thing. But um, uh, that has to be done. They've uh, tried to repeal the Defense of Marriage Act, so that, you know, that was clearly a priority. You can only get so much done in this lame duck session, and uh, their priorities have, have been laid out, it, it seems, for them. I would have liked to have seen that Electoral Count Act uh, get voted upon, but uh, I don't. I think that's going to end up getting shoved off the agenda. Would you agree with that, Michael Shore? I, I would. I, I can't see how it stays on there right now. I mean, that yeah. that's certainly as what we've heard from Republicans so far since uh, since they've won. It's been announced that they've won and will control the next Congress. Is nothing to do with anything like that. They're talking as we saw about Hunter Biden. It's not even that they're chasing caravans throughout Central America either. I mean, all these things that are that are campaign ideas go away very quickly for them and they go for these headline getting um, uh, efforts. And this is not one that they would want to uh, substantively change. You can find Michael Shore on TYT, the TYT network, the largest online news network in the world. And uh, you can find him here on Fridays. Jim is a regular political contributor on this show and now he can speak with a freedom he never had before. You can also find him in our chat room many days. Big supporter, the uh, award-winning journalist, former ABC senior correspondent. So cool to have you here too, Jim. So uh, thank you, boys. Have a great weekend, both of you. Yeah, Hi. right on. See you guys. I'm not really ready to let them go. They're terrific. They really I are. I was just know. going to try to say, let's blow out news and keep these guys. Cause well, we... I know. Uh, we it's... we have Michael uh, Snyder waiting, the culture blaster. Oh, plus we have so, processes, uh, protocols, protocols. Is that what we have? We don't. Well, we do. Uh, we have processes and protocols. Yeah, processes. I and do want to quick shout out to Chip Franklin, who uh, has joined us in the chat, what up, and Chip is Franklin? a you know yeah he's a you know he's he's family. So it's so cool to have Chip in the mix, and I hope he'll make an appearance here. I know he's made a, a couple of appearances. I think on Nikki's show. Yeah, and uh, I believe he's going to launch a show of his own, so he can come here to announce that and that would be a great thing also so it's cool to have kgo alums sort of uh in the mix and so uh, chip very cool to have you here all right we'll take a quick break for news we'll do a little news shorty we'll get uh mm -hmm. michael set up and then uh we get into movies television set up your weekend uh thanks for smashing the like button hit that thumbs up come on now come on now with the thumbs up and then uh, we'll get into Snyder next. Mark Thompson Show. The Mark Thompson Show. 
On the Mark Thompson Show, I'm Kim McAllister. This report sponsored by tax attorney Steve Moskowitz at 888-TAX. The nation's attorney general is appointing a special counsel to determine whether criminal charges should be filed against former President Trump. The move by Merrick Garland is being made in regards to various Justice Department investigations against the former president. One is focused on whether he broke the law storing White House documents at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida. The other involves last year's Capitol riot and just this week announced another bid for the White House. And did he do that because of possible charges that he could be facing? Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes is being sentenced at this hour. We are waiting to find out what the judge says. A jury in San Jose found her guilty of four counts of fraud late last year. So when we know what the sentence is, we will bring it to you. Outgoing Speaker Nancy Pelosi praising new Democratic leaders in the House. The California debt says they represent this country's beautiful diversity. Hakeem Jeffries is officially seeking to replace Pelosi as Democratic leader as Republicans take over the majority next year. And President Biden says Americans will soon begin to feel the effects of his administration's legislative achievements. In remarks before a meeting with business and labor leaders, President Biden claimed inflation is beginning to slow and gas prices are decreasing. He said Americans at the beginning of the new year start to see results from his several measures that he has signed, including the Inflation Reduction Act, which includes capping the price of insulin for seniors on Medicare. Biden acknowledged it'll take some time to bring inflation down to normal levels. And the furniture of French Queen Marie Antoinette will be for sale to the highest bidder next week. A 250-year-old chest of drawers owned by the 18th century queen could fetch over a million dollars. Her cushioned armchair could more than 200000 The vice president of Christie's Auction House says these pieces are considered important even without their royal connections. The historic furniture is set to go who on sale. Who is having that conversation? <laughs> November they, 22nd in people Paris. People who like uh, collectibles, I guess. Yeah. All right. You, you, won't, just... you won't find those on the merch site, by the way. No, we don't have any uh, Queen Victoria stuff. So, you yeah. could put your butt in Marie Antoinette's chair. I don't know. Well, when you put it that way, I might pony up a couple of dollars. All right. <laughs> this report mm. sponsored by tax attorney Steve Moskowitz. More than 30 years, Steve has put his tax knowledge to work for individuals and businesses alike. If you need help with your taxes, Steve is at 888-TAX-DEAL-OR-MOSS-LLP.COM. I'm Kim McAllister on The Mark Thompson Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Shadow Stevens. This is the Mark Thompson Show. Keep it to yourself. Who's Mark Thompson? It's our big Friday show. So cool to have everybody in the mix. Thank you. Ah. I'm humbled and overwhelmed at the same time. It's a weird feeling. Andy Hund, are you kidding me, Andy? I love this. Andy Hund... You have leapt to the top of the what have you done for me lately list. This is for my wife and, of course, you and your team, MT. We love your show. Thank you for finding a way to keep this great thing going. Post Andy. Station X. Andy, you hunt, everybody. I'm not going to cry. I'm, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry, but I'm close. Big shout big out. Big shout out. Definitely big shout out. Thank you, pal. Sharon Kid, forty nine ninety nine. Oh, Sharon again. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Wow, Sharon is so generous always. Big shout Big out. Big shout out. Yes. Thank you for $49.99. Wow, TGIF is right, Sharon. Thank you so much. 
RJ Dunn in honor of a week off. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, RJ. Very cool. Love I love that think name, the, RJ. Yeah. The Mark Thompson uh, network is not taking the week off. No. Uh, by the way, uh, it's true what uh, what Kim says. I've got Michael waiting, so I won't spend too, too much time here, but I'm glad she mentioned it. We will be here next week, and we will have shows on the holiday, Thanksgiving, and the day after. And the reason for that is... No union. Com- yes, and <laughs> we're committed to it, and I think if you're going to commit... Thank you so, so much. Yes, thank you. Candace Worthman, 999. Thank you, Candace. Right on. But we're here, we're committed to it, and we want to show you that we're committed to it. So... Valerie Branch, sadly, those who will be most impacted by a failing Twitter are those in need of a platform for speech. Iranian woman for ex- women, for example. Wow, that's so right on. So true, Valerie. Very, very. That's what I was Thanks, talking about Valerie. when I talked about Twitter having a significant role in societies internationally. I mean, revolutions launched off of Twitter. You're absolutely right about that. Thank you, Valerie. Great point. And thank you for the donation. Michael Adams, 999. How about a Dan Ashley? Thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Have a great weekend. Super sticker from Vilma as well. Vilma. What up, Vilma? Thank you very so, much. So, so much. I give you a Will Smith. Thanks so, so much. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, Vilma, 999. Really cool. Elwin is back. A daily listener, daily contributor, Four ninety nine. Thank you, Elwin. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Great name, love it. Michelle Crocker for four ninety nine. You'll be on Facebook in case Twitter shuts off, right? (laughs) I'm not on Facebook right now, but we'll have the show. Will have a presence on on Facebook soon, and I'll tell you where I end up. You'll have to come here for the Facebook is really popular with the kids. Yeah, the uh, kind of like the place to be right now. I um. Anyway, I don't know. I, I will. We'll figure out a place to be. Don't worry. Jennifer Brown, woohoo! I'm the wife. Love you guys. Happy Friday. Thank you so, so thank you much. Thank you so, so much, Thanks, Jennifer. Jennifer. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. K Wayne, $68.99. Come on, Dan Ashley. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Not Quain. Will, will the January 6th committee send everything to the DOJ now? Uh, they can recommend things to the DOJ, but now with a special prosecutor, they don't have to. You essentially got the DOJ involved with a special prosecutor. They'll involve themselves that office with the doj um interaction with the special with the uh, uh january 6th committee so in other words they'll review those documents they'll review uh all of that evidence and they'll charge so you don't necessarily really need to refer to the doj maybe they will but you've already kind of got it michelle crocker dollar 99 i hear twitter may be shutting down any thoughts <laughs> we talked about it in the first hour yeah. check it out uh, michelle but thank you for the dollar 99 thank you very thank you much very much Sandra Thomas with Thank $1.99. Thank you very much. Super sticker. You can leave the super sticker, super chats, all of it here. And don't forget to smash that like button like a ball. Smash it with your iron rod. Yeah, Juno Wilson. What up, Mark? Ding dong with you. What up? It's a ding dong from Juno. Thank you, Juno. I Thank you so, so much. Thank you so, so much, Juno. Very cool. Ding dong reference to the Conway Show in Los Angeles. Very, very cool. Now... Uh, let me bring him on. He's been very patiently waiting there in the green room. Uh, he is the writer in the Marina Times. Oftentimes his columns on movies, on on life will appear. He is the call the culture blaster across social media because he blasts about everything from music to movies. Uh, he is a friend of the show for so many years. He comes and goes on a rainbow. Woo! Michael Snyder, everybody. 
Michael, welcome. So happy to be here for the last quarter hour of the Mark Thompson I'm Telethon. Sorry, your Keep time, giving. Your time give, is shortened. I no, apologize. Give with your heart. Give with your soul. Yeah, it is uh, telethonish, but this is the new world. We have to uh, pitch I, for it. I hear you. And uh, if, we, if you, I'll tell you what. I'm going to make this a guarantee to you now. Okay. If you want to go, uh, I don't want you to feel cut short. If we've got to run a couple of minutes long, it's okay. But when I say a couple of minutes. I just mean a couple of minutes. Okay? I don't want right. to impinge on Nikki Maduro's show, so that, oh, that's, look at that. that's almost a non-starter. Hey, right. hey, Mark. Yes. It's beginning to look a lot like retail everywhere <laughs> I go. It's nothing but Christmas trees and lights. I mean, uh, in the olden days when I was a boy, we waited till Santa showed up at the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade before we even thought about mistletoe. Uh, but not anymore. No, oh, my God. By the way, seriously, what the f***? Right, right, right. You know, with all the uh, chatter about the demise of Twitter, how mm. comfortable should people be about switching to something called Mastodon, a name synonymous with extinction? I find that a it little... It is bit true. <laughs> That's what they're talking about, Mastodon. But there'll be Mastodon. others also. Oh, I hope so. Right. You yeah. know, Sabertooth Tiger is my favorite okay. uh, new <laughs> okay. social media uh, spot. Uh, that's where I'm uh, going. All right, all the time. What? Okay, <laughs> fangs. You very much. Tiger oh reference. My God. Uh, let's oh go. My to, let's God. go into the movie. There's never realm. been anything like this. Yeah, well, you're right about that. All, all right, right, go ahead. Yeah, you know, let's get she, to some movies. Michael. She said, gets up close and personal with New York Times reporters Megan Tui and Jody Cantor, who broke the story of a Hollywood bigwig Harvey Weinstein's sexual transgressions and brought down one of the most powerful producers in the movie industry. This is a serious, smart, and critical dramatization uh, of the women at work as the Me Too movement was just getting started. Um, it's a bit talky, but saved by the superb performances of Carrie Mulligan as Tui, uh, whose documented revelations about Donald Trump's treatment of women had little impact on the 2016 presidential election, bumming her out, believe me. Uh, and Zoe Kazan as the dogged cantor, uh, whose persistence paid off in the Weinstein case. Um, as docudramas about high-profile journalistic investigations go, uh, she said is not as dynamic as all the president's men, uh, the Watergate expose, nor is it as tense and thrilling as Spotlight, which blew the lid off the Catholic Church's molestation scandals. But the importance of she said is undeniable as it turns the spotlight, excuse me, uh, on the serial abuse of actresses and underlings by an Oscar-winning mega producer, resulting in a sort of all the president's women. Make that all the producer's women. Somebody plays Harvey Weinstein in this? Uh, there is a shot of Weinstein from the rear and you hear a voice actor doing stuff. There may be legitimate tapes that they uh, spool. But um, as someone who works in the entertainment field, I was very caught up in seeing how Tui and Cantor methodically uncovered Weinstein's misdeeds. And by the way, one of Weinstein's more famous victims and accusers is in the movie as herself. And in today's 24-hour news cycle world, uh, hashtag Me Too could feel like old business. As she said, reminds us, it is not. Um, even at moments when it gets a bit dry and threatens to be burdened by too much exposition, Mulligan and Kazan make you feel the commitment and the crusading determination of Tui and Cantor. Uh, it's directed in clear and precise fashion by German filmmaker Maria Schrader, who did I'm Your Man and Amy and Jaguar, a couple of uh, foreign language films I really enjoyed. And their feminist perspective um, fits this project like a glove, but never overwhelms it. Uh, she said is in theaters starting this weekend. Wow, really like that. All right, what else do you have? She said it's called. Yes. Um, 
No caveats about the mix of satire and horror that is The Menu. It's one of those movies that I think was made specifically for me, although that would be a stretch. Perhaps I should say it's a movie I kind of wish I made. The setup on a silver serving platter is simply this. Select diners of extravagant tastes are invited to a five-star restaurant on a private island for a special multi-course meal prepared by a renowned chef and his staff. And things go a little off. Wow. I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be everyone's cup of tea, uh, but the horror is not particularly gory or grisly, even if things definitely get horrifying in the menu. It's as, a psychological mm, horror, or uh, what is well, it? Well, yes, among other things. I, I don't want to blow it, but as funny as the takedown here of slavish upscale foodies and obsessive celebrity chefs is, the real heart of the menu is its commentary on how the expectations and arrogance of the well-to-do become oppressive and their profligate pursuit of pleasures has more to profligate. do with status than true appreciation. Uh, they're all about looking rich and powerful. That's their it's, deal. A, it's a takedown of rich people? Well, among other things, it's a takedown, again, of this um, foodie culture and oh. the desire for people of wealth to do extravagant things, not to reiterate. But uh, the menu has a wonderful tension that's enhanced by the movie's special dinner parade of increasingly, I'll call them challenging courses. What's uh, for dinner, Michael? Oh, hey, I don't even <laughs> want to tell you, Kim, because it may turn your stomach. Uh, Ray oh. Fiennes is absolutely on point as the chef. His uh, Machiavellian kitchen mastery uh, and his desire for perfection make TV chef Gordon Ramsay and his offhand cruelty look like the jocular Julia Child. I'm telling you. Uh, and Anya Taylor Joy, and, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, and Nicholas Hout are the audience stand-ins. As a couple attending the extravaganza together, John Leguizamo plays a showbiz scammer, and Arturo Castro is one of a group of sickening tech bros, illustrating that the dinner attendees are not all examples of white privilege at its most obnoxious. Uh, you know, to say more would be in bad taste. Well, can I, well, uh, oh my God! I don't want to under, <laughs> uh, undermine the enjoyment of what's on the menu. I will. Oh say it's a it's a nasty repast but a good time oh the menu is in theaters yes. this weekend uh Happy michael Thanksgiving. can i see it you know i don't like horror uh yeah i think you can uh but it's it's uh it's stress inducing at times but it's really brilliantly done and if you want to oh. see and where uh, is it again uh, in theaters okay so, theater. so far theater and you go there <laughs> okay i don't don't patronize me michael no Snyder. patronize theaters you, everybody you know we don't want to see them go down the tubes uh, so she said and the menu both in theaters go oh ahead. yes uh yeah. sebastian Lelio, the chilean director and uh, co-screenwriter of the wonder uh, made his name with it really incisive female-led Spanish-language art house hits, including the original Gloria. You know, there was an English-language remake of that, and, and A Fantastic Woman. But he also made Disobedience in English, a very powerful movie about a woman who reluctantly revisits her Orthodox Jewish community after years of embracing a secular life. Disobedience starred the always excellent Rachel Weiss, while The Wonder, the movie we're talking about right now, a very different sort of film with religion on its mind stars Vice's Black Widow co-star Florence Pugh. Coincidence? Uh, who cares? Anyway, uh, <laughs> as it happens, Pugh, who along with Mulligan and Kazan from She Said, is one of my favorite rising actresses. Uh, she's wonderful. Her versatility is uh, 
stunning. Having played a Marvel superheroine in the MCU, a wannabe female MMA fighter in Fighting With My Family, she was the title character uh, in the John le Carre spy series, The Little Drummer, and uh, the little drummer girl, she was one of the March sisters. Talk about a change of pace. Uh, she was a March sister in the latest version of Little Women. So in The Wonder, which is adapted from the book of the same name, Pugh continues to display this range as Lib Wright, an English nurse brought to the windswept Irish Midlands in 1862. So a local council has hired Lib to watch over Anna O'Donnell an 11-year-old girl who has purportedly stopped eating for months and is still somehow alive and well. So a local doctor, played by Toby Jones, believes there's some sort of scientific reason that the girl is surviving. Her family and a string of pilgrims say it's a miracle. Meanwhile, Lib and a journalist from London are more skeptical. And while most of the cast reeks of the old sod in a way that makes you want to cheer them on with a pint of Guinness, and um, Akila Lord Cassidy, the young actress who plays Anna, is heartbreakingly good. It's Pew's show, and she is magnificent, dark, troubled, honorable, and compassionate, even as she wrestles with her own demons. So as atmospheric and moody as the Midlands themselves, the wonder has a very relevant subtext about the pursuit of empirical truth in the face of faith-based believers and those who would take advantage of let's call them convenient misconceptions. Uh, and it's more proof that Leo is a fine and daring filmmaker. The Wonder is in theaters, but it's also, as of today, on Netflix. Oh, So this is that? something you and Courtney should uh, yeah, delve into. Yeah, you think it's a, it, it sounds like it's a contemplative piece. Uh, it's just beautifully done. And again, it has a certain relevance today in its questions of uh, truth and, and belief and, uh, you know, what's real, what's not, uh, perception, uh governing reality it's wow. it's okay. a smart that's not movie. fake that's real okay well maybe it is fake all right uh, all right what's the last movie you have for us Michael? okay uh couched as a movie biography of the accordion playing master of the pop music parody weird the al yankovic story may contain kernels of truth but uh it is in keeping with its subject a largely a wacky parody of the familiar underdog musician attains stardom against the odds story we have seen in a zillion biopics. Uh, here's some out-of-the-box thinking. Someone decided the man who turned Michael Jackson's Eat It into Beat It, no, wait, Beat It into Eat It? Well, no. that's one of the points in the oh, story. That's, it. that's right. See. He did the but he did the Michael Jackson uh, parody. He turned Madonna's "Like a Virgin" into "Like a Surgeon" and Jones Jet's "I Love Rock and Roll" into "I Love Rocky Road." Someone thought this guy should be played by the boy wizard Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. Wow, Daniel Radcliffe plays Yankovic. Yes, and Radcliffe, wow. who he's displayed a flair for comedy in offbeat movies before, Swiss Army Knife. Uh, Guns Akimbo. He gives it his all, enhancing uh, the uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure vibe here with a sort of uh, wide-eyed innocence uh, and guilelessness. Uh, I just think uh, it was... Guilelessness, please, a ding. It was pretty inspired casting. And there are loads of cameos and some pretty amusing caricatures of a troop of pop culture figures from back in the day. They're all at one pool party scene. But the most crucial members of the sporting cast are Evan Rachel Wood as a conniving Madonna... Uh, Rain Wilson as Al's uh, manipulative men mentor, the DJ Dr. Demento. 
Julianne Nicholson as Al's mother, Mary Yankovic, and Will Forte and Al himself as the Scotty Brothers, wow. a couple of uh, music industry insiders who actually signed the fledgling novelty act to their record label. It's silly and over the top, and I enjoyed the heck out of Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which gives this giant goofball of American music his due, uh, directed by Eric Apple, who uh, co-wrote the movie. Uh, very antic stuff with uh, Weird Al himself. It's in theaters and streaming on Roku. Wow, you uh, really liked Weird Al Yankovic the uh, the the Al Yankovic story. Well, yeah, I I thought I would say that all of the movies that we talked about today have genuine merit. Yeah, you you truly did. Uh, so Weird, the Al Yankovic story is in theaters. Uh, that's the only place you can see it for the moment, correct? No, I just told you it's also on Hulu. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention. Oh Is it what? weird to make a movie about someone when they're still alive? Do you think? Well, that's one of the charms here. It's sort of a fan oh. fiction, but it had a budget. Yeah, there you go. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't, I don't know, know what, what they, they do, it do it for. It yeah. for. They tell me the answer. I am not. I tune out for a second. I'm looking at the different texts. You got a lot of love in the in the uh, chat. Hey, I love them too. Thank uh, you for yeah. listening. Smash Thank you for it. contributing. Smash it like uh, with your iron rod for uh, smash it for, with uh, your iron for rod. Michael Snyder. Oh, since it's me, smash it with your iron rod, Stuart. You know I All love right. the music. Yeah, no, he does love the music. Okay, weird. The Al the, the Al Yankovic story is available on Hulu and in theaters and in theaters. The Wonder, which you also liked. You feel like there's a contemplative piece. It uh, takes place. It's got a message for today. Is what you were saying? Yeah. Even though it's set in beautiful, uh, windswept Ireland. Yeah. So you see, I was listening. Back in the day. Uh, the menu, which has a little undercurrent of of horror, but it's not really a horror movie. It's had a lot of social satire, and I thought it was. It's my favorite of the four movies today. By wow! Way. Look at you. Uh, and finally, and that's in theaters. And she said, which is the serious, smart, critical dramatization of the Harvey Weinstein uh, sexual assault, really, right? Uh, it was a parade of sexual assault. Right. I mean, it was a he, culture of sexual assault, essentially, for years. Absolutely. And to tell you, one of the more uh, heartbreaking things in the movie is that Tui is trying to bring down Donald Trump and has all the evidence about his own peccadilloes. And of course, it ends up. Uh, yeah, amounting just, to nothing, right. and she pivots to do this Harvey Weinstein thing after a bit. Wow. Uh, Peccadillo's is a ding. It sure is. Uh, you know, I want to say quickly, because yes, it's sir, just please. wrapping up, and if you have uh, the Disney Plus subscription, Andor on Disney is uh, really wonderfully done. Uh, you know, you're not much of a sci-fi guy, Mark, but this is a kind of prequel miniseries in the Star Wars saga uh, leading up to Rogue One, which was uh, released a couple years ago. Uh, and it's as close to a spy thriller as we've seen from Star Wars, but it's much more mixing in a heist caper, uh, geopolitical wow. drama, military action, and lots of hero's journey elements. Um, wow. It's, it's the story of the loose cannon rebel Cassian Andor, the man who stole the Death Star plans and how he got to that point, he's played by Diego Luna of Itumama Tambien. And uh, the show also co-stars, so far, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Fiona Lewis, Forrest Whitaker, and wow. a superb Andy Serkis. That's right, Gollum, Caesar, yeah. and Claw himself. The real news here is the series was created and written by Tony Gilroy, screenwriter of the Jason Bourne movies and Beirut, and writer-director of Michael Clayton, the award-winning sure. legal thriller with George Clooney and Tilda Swinton. Andor is sci-fi for people who don't like sci-fi. That, I think I'm going to check that out. It's not that I don't like sci-fi, Michael. I was raised on uh, 2001. Right. 
You know, it's just that, that it, it's it's all of the the battles in space that you know. Kind well, there, of there, to there get were no giant-headed aliens in two thousand one. Right, exactly. So prepare I think yourself. You know what the problem is, just as well as I do. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, Hal weighs in. Okay. Hal nine thousand. Anyway, all right. You can find him in the Marina Times. You can find him here on Fridays. He's the Culture Blaster across social media at Culture Blaster. Is that the Culture Blaster or at just at Culture at Blaster? At Culture Blaster, one word. And remember. Uh, migrate to Mastodon unless you're <laughs> fearing another ice age. He comes and goes on a rainbow. Bye-bye, Michael. Go Niners. Go Niners. Uh, uh, hola, Mexico. It is, uh, it is with the greatest sadness that we must uh, pack up today. But we don't pack up before saying farewell and acknowledging the most magnificent Calvin Wong. Calvin mm. Wong is not only somebody who just donated $50 to this effort. But he's somebody who sends me more content than John Daly. Awesome. I mean, he is, he's unbelievable. Calvin Wong is the, I'm not going to cry, Kim. Well, I don't but, send you uh, content, you send me content, and then no, I uh, fill in the rest of the content. Right, okay, he sends yeah. me more content than I send you, John. I'm not going to cry! Uh, Cal, you are awesome. I love you. And big shout out. A big shout out. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, Thank you so, so much. To Kevin Hobbs, who's a regular listener, viewer, $22. Yeah. Come on, Kevin Hobbs. Thank you very so, much. So, much. Thank you very much, Kevin Hobbs. 1999 from Catherine Charo. Thank you, Brad, for a terrific show. Wait, who, who's Brad? Thank you very much. <laughs> they used to call Brett. Brad, oh, because okay. somebody miscalled him. That's a reference to the old show, I think. Okay. I think that's what it is. They also called him uh, Bread. I, uh, they, uh, You're down to 5% battery. I've got to do the acknowledgments, John. How dare you? Whoever is producing this thing has no idea what they're doing. Ray Perrin, $9.99. Thank you, Ray. Thank you Thank very you much. Thank you very much, Ray. Super sticker. You can super sticker, super chat if you're watching in the replay. There's a little heart under the video. There's a dollar sign in that heart. Hit that, and that sends us money. Also, go to our website, which is themarkthompsonshow.com, and there you will find other ways that you can... Uh, you can support us. Nikki's show is coming up. A pregnant Elizabeth Holmes finds out her sentence. Let's play the game Elon Musk or Mr. Burns. Damn it, I was going to do that on this show. <laughs> yeah, she'll do it better than I did. It, would do it anyway. Um, Brendan Fraser is no hypocrite. Taylor Swift is pissed. Plus Friday food segment with Taco Bell's Encherito. Wow, que bueno. Wow, there's a lot going on in... Uh I feel it, everybody. Thank you for a great week. We'll be here all next week, right here. Yeah. We're all working. So smash it with your iron rod. Who's mm -hmm. Mark Thompson? Smash it with your iron rod. Feels great, baby. I have five grandchildren. Hey, which one do you use, Mark Thompson? Raise the roof. Remember what no we used to raise the roof? To explain the hurt and anguish caused by my words. I apologize to every preacher and pastor. Thank you. I'm a bottle watch insane. Oh, that makes my weekend. I love that song. I'd be willing to bet my lunch that there's alcohol involved. Do I hit it, love? Is Trump strong? Huh? What? Who is having that conversation? Wow.
I'm Shadow Stevens for the Mark Thompson Show. Bye-bye. Out of time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.